Hey there, Storyteller. Welcome to the Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, or you can just call me your strategy-obsessed copywriter and video storytelling strategist of Kayo Media Publishing. The Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast is your hub for freshly brewed insights on amplifying your coaching business with the power of storytelling. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea and let's chat about how you can boldly and authentically stand out for your dream clients. Welcome back to the Storytelling Meets Branding Podcast. I am so glad that you are joining me here on another episode where I'm actually chatting with Amy, who is an amazing occupational health and safety consultant. And she also recently completed my program, The Story Seller's Email Lab. And if you don't know, the Story Seller's Email Lab is an eight-week one-on-one program where I teach online coaches and consultants how to write those compelling story-driven emails Plus, they have an opportunity to build a solid strategy for their nurture emails and launch emails, um, you know, for those exciting programs, courses, and services. So, you know, Amy, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with me about your experience and amping up your email content and also sharing with people a bit more about what you do as a health and safety consultant and the overall why behind your business that's called Transmit Safety. So let's go ahead and jump right on into it. Um, Amy, tell us a little bit more about your why. My why really comes down to the fact that I think people need to be able to go into work and leave work. <laughs> we do not want to be, um, you know, going to into work and getting hurt. We want to be able to have profitable businesses if we're on the owner side of things. And so my why if for Transmit Safety is figuring out ways to communicate with different stakeholders on how to make safety intrinsically and holistically integrated into the rest of the business. So keeping it simple, making it streamlined, and really connecting into the value of safety. Having the ability to say we really do care about the people who work with us and we care about our contractors, we care about our suppliers. It's the whole factor of how people uh, want to interact with each other at the workplace. And so that's kind of my why is that I wanted to be able to help other people figure out that safety isn't that hard and uh, to give the right resources and tools and and empower others to create healthy and safe workplaces for themselves. Awesome. So needed, so necessary needed. And when you reached out to me, I initially thought I was like, this is such a unique mission that she has. So I love your story behind what you do. It's amazing. And as I've gotten to know you throughout the time of working together, you know, I've learned a lot about your field as well and all the things that come with it. So, you know, tell me a little bit about how you um, or why rather that you were motivated to sign up for the story sellers email lab and what were your goals for email copywriting at the time? I've been 
following you on Instagram for a while. So the, the Instagram uh, feed kind of brought you to me. And I liked your connection to say it's storytelling, it's making it personal. But I was struggling in my business to show up on a regular basis on my email list. And I had all of these ideas, but I wasn't able to really sit down and create a cohesive strategy. There's a reason why I have a podcast more than my blog that I have on my website. I'm a talker, not a writer. And so I was struggling with coming down and sitting down and creating what I thought would be intentional and valuable content for my email subscribers. And after following you for a certain amount of time on social media, I decided, yes, I want to show up uh, in my subscriber inboxes with value and you're going to be able to help me out. So that's kind of why I signed up. I knew I needed help and I really resonated with how you were kind of saying this is how I could help. And you know, what was your email copy like before getting inside of the Storyteller's email lab? Um, non-existent <laughs> would be phase number one. Uh, I would say um, inconsistent would be another one. I was, I wasn't regular. I wasn't consistent when I was showing up. Um, and it was more, I was very worried about being too salesy. I'm a consultant. I know that my email subscribers are there to get to know me, but I was concerned how to balance that, get to know me, provide you content, provide information and resources for my email list, but still at the same time, maybe work them through from a reader to a client? And how do you navigate that without coming across as being spammy or salesy? And so I was reluctant to get to, to be consistent because I wasn't sure how to do that. And I, I, I think that the storytelling lab helped me kind of navigate that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, obviously I know during our time inside the program, we talked a lot about storytelling, obviously, which is the foundation of it because, you know, it's just a big part of connecting with your ideal client. And um, can you share a bit about how confident you are now in that area versus before getting that type of support? I would say I wasn't confident at all simply because I wasn't even writing email copy. Now I am consistent. I uh, am com I wouldn't say I'm confident, but I'm confident in the in the resources that you gave and and the and the consulting and the coaching that you gave along the way. I'm confident that I know all of the pieces of what I need to do. It's just me getting in front of that keyboard and letting the words flow. Right. I guess, you know, is there a particularly challenging email campaign that you have tackled with those techniques and strategies that you've learned? One of the things that I recently did was I did a challenge. So I, I spoke at a conference and I recently, um, so after the conference, after my speaking session, I sent out an email challenge to say, hey, if you liked this topic, join me for an email challenge. And I wrote 
these five days of emails and I had uh, a story that went from, from day one all the way to the end of day five. I had um, kind of characters that I used along the way that my audience could relate to. So that one I think has been very successful. I've had people hit reply and say, great job. I connected with this. Um, and I think other other than that, the the not necessarily campaign, but I just feel like I am sharing my experience as a health and safety professional in the last 15 years to my email list in a more authentic way. I feel like I'm I'm able to express my lessons learned in a more um, relatable manner versus 0.1, sort of thing. Great. Awesome. And so, you know, when it comes to promoting, actually promoting your email list, telling people about it, what are some ways that you are promoting your email list and getting the word out there to uh, get people on it right now? I have um, made the in- made the note about any time that I am at a speaking event, I'm going to plug my email list. Come, if you liked what I'm talking about here, I share more information on a weekly basis on my email list. I at least once a week get get into my Instagram story. So um, normally it's going to be, normally I do like a little bit of a teaser, like, ooh, I'm going to be sharing this story to my email subscribers in two days. Um, Jump on my email list to make sure that you get access to it. So Instagram stories I do at least once a week. And then I have been uh, promoting it also on LinkedIn as well. So um, on my company page, just kind of giving a little bit of reminders like, hey, I have an email list, come over if you want. Um, And lastly, I recently added in to my all of my blog pages and my podcast pages on the side, a little bit of a note to say, jump on my if you liked this content, jump on my email list as well. So I think from that aspect, I have created four different routes of entry into my email list. Yes, those are great methods for getting people on your email list. I absolutely love LinkedIn. LinkedIn is amazing for, you know, connecting with people and having more in-depth conversations. So I really like that you are doing that and, you know, getting people to join in that way. And also, what was another way that you mentioned? You mentioned your Instagram stories, which is always good to to share uh, at least once a week on your Instagram uh, stories, you know, and uh, so people can stay top of mind. Another great way that you mentioned is on your blog posts, you know, at the bottom or wherever else on the page of your blog post so people can see that and they can, you know, click on it and see whatever else that you have to offer. So, you know, What advice would you tell anyone who would be thinking about, okay, like I really need to get on track with my email copywriting. Is there any advice that you would give someone who is, you know, that might be in the same boat that you were and they just want to get on top of things? I think step number one, find somebody that you connect with, um, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, uh, find somebody that you connect with that you feel is going to give you the right type of coaching along the way. Um, I know for every time that we met together, um, you had a check. I love a checklist. You had a checklist. You had a system that gave me the confidence to go from week to week during our sessions to create not only my welcome email list, more, uh, more intentional about 
how I share who I am. Um, so I, I'm confident in adding people now to my email list because I have that welcome sequence. Um, yeah, so, so really the, the recommendation that I would make is just find somebody that you connect with to give you the right type of encouragement and maybe a system or a structure to help you. And I know when I reached out to you from how I was following on Instagram, I knew that you had that those elements, hence why I jumped in full le- leap of faith. And I was like, help me. <laughs> and, and, uh, and at the end of it, I felt empowered to um, write my own email copy rather than use those like scripted templates that I was using, you know, thinking about using before. And then I was struggling with taking those scripted templates and making it authentically in my voice and my brand voice. So I felt like it was taking more time to edit those templates than it was just to say, well, what do I want to say? And how do I you know, create a story around it. Right. That is definitely another thing that I think a lot of people get caught up in is, you know, taking templates, generic templates and thinking that, okay, this is going to move me in the direction that I um, want to go in. But in reality, it doesn't. It makes you stuck or, you know, like, even more confused about what types of what type of uh, writing or message you want to put out there for your audience. I personally, I I don't believe in just giving people templates and sending them on their way. I have a few that I share for free, but it's just to get people in the mindset. Okay, this is how things are supposed to be laid out. I don't want you going by templates. Uh, every week, right? So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. This is how things are supposed to be laid out. I don't want you going by templates uh, every week, right? So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. You know, uh, as it relates to you know your uh, future email content, do you have any questions for me that you would like me to answer? things that I always, not always, but one of the things that I sometimes struggle with, and I'm kind of curious about your perspective on this is I will have my strategy out for the month or for the quarter. This is what I want to talk about. These are the emails that I want to send, but then something hot topic comes out and I'm tempted to send another email to my subscribe list within my week or to remove something that I've been working on and it fits into my strategy. What is kind of your advice when something comes up, either it's it's a hot topic, it's in the news, it's all of a sudden trending and you want to create that, that information to your readers, but it doesn't necessarily fit into your overall plan for the week or the month or, or the quarter, however that is. What would be your approach for that? So my approach in this is coming from experience from working in TV news, right? You know, I've basically taken what I learned there and implemented it into what I do now. And so for instance, if there was a day, uh, you know, usually I had, you know, you have everything set for the day, but obviously breaking news happened or whatnot. And you have a story that's due by five o'clock. So the same goes for this online space right maybe you have an email that's already scheduled ready to go but some type of trending news happens a few days before and you're like oh I want to talk about that instead well I you know I don't see a problem with you know scratching the scheduled email or topic that's going out for the week and sending the one talking about the one that you're passionate about instead um 
that is my take on that. And if you have, let's say, uh, trending news that drops like maybe a couple of days or a day before your original scheduled email drops, well, go ahead and send out the one that you think is uh, relevant, that's trending or whatnot. But then go ahead and send out your other one as well uh, as it needs to go out a couple of days later. Like keep it scheduled, but go ahead and send out your other one, right? So that's uh, my take on that. If you know you have trending news that drops in your industry and you're like, I've, I've got to share about this, right? So if it happens a few days um, before you're scheduled, email content go ahead and send it out i don't see a problem with it and if it happens like maybe the day of of your scheduled content then scratch the one that's scheduled and go ahead and you know if you have time uh to send out the one that you are really passionate about is that helpful for you it does yes and in my mind generally you have an idea of something that's coming up and so one of the things that you and i talked about and I still kind of him and haw with is what is the frequency of emails that I should be sending to my list? Is it, is it, I do weekly right now. And I remember when, when we were first talking in the storytellers lab, you were like, what about two times a week? (laughs) No, thank you. That wasn't for me, but there are some, there are some newsletters that I'm on that send out daily ones. And so how, how do you understand or how do you kind of get the right um, feel for the frequency of content that you could be or should be sending out to your list. Yeah. So I would experiment and that's what I did. Right. So, you know, the only way to know is if you test it out. Right. So when I first started my email, uh, list it for my business, I started sending it out, I think once a week, right. (laughs) Once a week. And I was like, okay, what about twice a week? What would happen if I send this out twice a week? I am not sure. I've seen other people do it, and I I tried it out. I just tested it out. Nobody unsubscribed. <laughs> so I send it out on Tuesday and Thursday, and nobody has unsubscribed just because, oh my gosh, this is too much. Um, I feel like I'm giving them valuable advice or whatnot. And as long as you're giving people valuable content that is relevant to what they need to know, then they're going to stay on your email list. There are plenty of people, um, you know, that I'm subscribed to as well. And they send out multiple emails a week. And some of them send them out daily because, you know, that's just what they want to do and kudos to them. I'm sure that they have <laughs> like a team to do that, to send those out daily. But you know, twice a week is definitely fine. Um, you just have to experiment and see what happens. Um, see if people drop off, see if they don't drop off. Um, but like I said, if you are giving them content that is relevant, then I'm pretty sure that they'll stick around. I mean, look, we get on social media all the time and like nobody is unfollowing you because you send out a post every day, like once a day. So, you know, my I just think that the same applies to email marketing and uh, so on and so forth. It's a lot to get a point across to people and because they consume so much every day. We all consume so much every day. So people forget all the stuff that's coming at them uh, on social media, posts, emails, all that stuff. So there's no harm in 
popping up in people's inbox more than once a week as long as it's relevant and valuable for them. And I think it's just, for me, it's finding what what works for my audience as well. When I first started my business three years ago, my business audience has shifted a little bit as well. And so my content that I'm creating has shifted because who I want to support, who I want to um, serve has shifted. So my content has shifted from there. And I've seen a little bit of a changeover. But um, one of the things that I have been paying attention to since going through the storytelling lab and paying attention to um, just even the subject line and the tagline, my open rate has uh, improved and I'm now averaging about 44% open rate on my email list within the first 72 hours. So that to me, I think is a fairly, you know, a fairly good open rate. I have a small list, but it's a, it's a small but mighty list uh, and it's growing it's growing every week, really, um, keeping up with those strategies and saying, hey, join my list on all of those different platforms. I, I notice that I'm growing at least one subscriber a week. And to me, I want to show up for every single one of those uh, those people who have said, yes, welcome to my inbox. Exactly. Yes, that is wonderful. That is so good to know that it's growing. And like I always say, you know, quality over quantity. And I can't, you know, you, you can't get stressed out over numbers, um, over a certain amount, having a certain amount of email subscribers because uh, it's just not worth it. <laughs> like I always like to say, email subscribers, they are special because they did take out the time to say, okay, I'm gonna sign up to this person's email list and I wanna come, I want them to, you know, come into my inbox. Like we all get tons of emails every day, so for someone to have uh, signed up to your email list, that is important. So I'm so glad that your email list is continually growing. Do you remember um, what your open rate was like before getting into the program? Open rate was kind of always hovering in, in the with within the first 72 hours. It was hovering within like that 30 percent range. So 25 to 30% kind of open rate. So now it's more in the hot or in the like the higher 40s percent and it, it fluctuates. And I've been I've been playing with um, the date that I send my emails. I've been playing with the time that I've sent my emails as well. So I'm trying to figure out what is the good, what is the best time for my listeners for me to hit that inbox as well. Um, and so playing a little, playing around with that, but I feel like um, overall, not only I had, I had one email subscriber hit reply back and go, I open, I open up your emails. Yes. For the content, but your gift selection is on point. <laughs> so, so they were like, always wanting to know the gift that you've selected. Cause I generally include at least one gift in all of my emails. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of a, a good, um, laughing point because yes, I'm trying to provide content, but it's even just the formatting of my emails have changed. I used to be, I used to write novels and, and you were, you used to tell me like, shorten it up, shorten it up, shorten it up. And so I'm very, I try to be very conscious of um, the length of the email that I send now as well. So I'm, I'm still telling a story, but I'm not telling the never ending story anymore. Exactly, exactly. That is the key. Uh, it has to be cohesive to actually drive people on a journey. Uh, you just can't 
put too much in there because it's going to be overwhelming. So that is wonderful. And I I love a good GIF in emails. That's like one of my favorite parts of putting emails together Like because it's so much fun to use them to paint a picture or uh, it just drives a message home, and I just I just love doing those too. So that is awesome. I'm so glad your email list is growing, and you're finding um, you know what works for you along the way. Um, because just like I said, just like any type of marketing content, it's all about experimenting. We have to experiment to see what works and what doesn't work, and you know. Um, just like you know every so often we also have to you know analyze look back at the analytics to see what is going on we can't stay with something forever right so i am so glad that you are continually growing in that area and also you know people are wondering if they are wondering you know more about you uh can you share a little bit more about where they can find you and things like that on the internet Absolutely. I think the, the central location that you can find me at is transmitsafety.com. And from my transmitsafety.com website, you can find the link for my Instagram, LinkedIn. You can jump on my email list as well. Um, on my website, you can also find uh, my resources, which include my blog and my podcast as well. My podcast is Transmit Safety, and you can uh, search that on any major streaming platform. Uh, and one of the last kind of things that I share and what we had talked about was each one of my uh, each one of my content, my LinkedIn, my social, my email list, even my podcast has different content. I, I'm telling different stories and connecting to my audience in different ways on each one of those platforms. So transmitsafety.com is the best way to, to find out who I am and how I can maybe help you. Yes, that is wonderful. And I cannot stress enough like having different types of content on different platforms because it's good to repurpose stuff. Um, you know, it's good to give people something different, something that they can use in a different way. So thank you so much, Amy, for chatting with me today and sharing more about uh, what you do in that in your field of work and also sharing how you have have grown in uh, email marketing so far and that you're feeling um, more confident and empowered to move forward with your email content. So I appreciate you chatting with me today and thank you for tuning into this episode of the Storytelling Meets Branding podcast. Like Amy said, you can find her in all the places and also join her email list if you would like to. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and I will chat with you soon.